Hello and a very warm welcome to episode 43 of the Sussex by the Sea podcast, a podcast about all things Hastings United. I'm your host Chris Laverick. Well, it's been a week, hasn't it? None of us would have thought that the great man had been gone this soon, but he has. To talk Aggie's departure and the excellent potential of one of our own, Andrew Brown's future, we have CEO Billy Wood to fill you in. Also on the show, we have our fan roundtable, and the gang discuss such topics as Felix Doe, forums, Aggie going, Hansby, sausages, but mostly we talk a glorious start to the reign of Andrew Brown. Enjoy, Hastings fans. And now over to Hastings CEO, Billy Wood. What a week in politics, as they say. What a week at Hastings United. Uh, last week I had, well, now ex-manager, Chris Agateron. Uh, now, um, to kind of discuss what's been been happening, I've got uh, very kindly uh, Billy Wood, CEO of Hastings United. Just, uh, I suppose, where do we kick it off? What What's the sort of chronology of events, Billy? What's what's what, what led to this decision? I think I think we should go back a little bit. I think it's it's, it's good that I say exactly what I said in the room to the supporters last night. Of the game, Chris probably hasn't been the same for a couple of weeks. Uh, not saying that he don't, you know, he just gave up on the club. I'm not saying that at all, but it just felt like he wasn't the same enthusiastic go-to-war manager that we're, we're used to. Um, and on Sunday, well, I'll say that, I'll, I'll go before that. We've we've had chats in the last couple of weeks where he's been a bit down. I'm not going to deny it. We've been a bit down, not, not sure. Um, we've talked it through, kind of re-excited him about the project and, and felt that he was past that feeling and, and was was still engaged with with the dreams and desires of this football club. And then on Sunday, I get a message asking to meet up. So we meet up Sunday night. And Chris advises myself that he can't go over the feelings he feels, uh, doesn't want to be at Hastings and wants a new challenge and doesn't see the level or or what the club wants to do for himself as a challenge anymore. And and obviously offered his resignation as manager of the football club, which as I as I told as I've told anyone that's that's asked me, I was I was shocked but not shocked in a sense of the way it's been building, it could have gone that way. But I also felt that we have done everything we can to make him want to be at this football club, whether that's back in every single bit of recruitment, um, off the field stuff, uh, just all the stuff that you would in, in a progressive football club that that wants success. You back your man, you, you, you back your manager, you, you back them to give you the success. So I felt that the reason I was a bit shocked was because of the backing support energy that we we give our staff and players at this club. And and I don't think that would be found anywhere else in non-league football. And, and that might sound arrogant, but I think that's the truth. Mm. So I, I was shocked in that sense, but I wasn't because of because of what we've discussed. But whilst I was shocked, I was I was disappointed because we're mid-season, <laughs> we're, we're well in the race. It's not like it's, it's yeah. not like we're sitting bottom of the league or anything like that. We're well in it, 
and I was a bit angry. I'm not going to lie. I was a bit angry by it. I'm not going to... I'm a man of... I pride myself that whilst I am cool cool and collected in, in, the, in the job, I'm an emotional person too. And I, f- yeah. I feel everything that we do. And it was... I was angry because it felt like the job's not done. It's not over. Um, and... And we have got a huge challenge on our hands to get promoted this year. Yeah. But also as a club, a huge challenge ahead being when we go out there and set our targets that we want to be a National League club. That's a massive challenge. So I was just a bit angry that we've gone out there and backed it and 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 now he's not here. And that's football. And I and I, I want to make it very clear that I'm so I'm I'm grateful for for all the effort he's put into before I was here at this football club and and obviously in my time as chief exec he we've had a fantastic relationship he's an exceptional coach um I found his um motivational skills fantastic I felt that he was great with the supporters I felt that he he, he made that there's not. It's a reason why the, the supporters loved him is because he made he made, he made that personal connection. Mm. Uh, so I'm not going to sit here and downplay any of that because a lot of what Chris has done has lagged a lot of foundations. Has actually allowed me to do what I've done off the pitch for this football club, to be honest. And and I'll forever be thankful of that. However, at the same time, we're mid-season. We've got a lot to play for and I won't allow us to mourn Chris leaving. Um, and and that might sound cold cold in some senses, but at the same time, we as a club have our objective, our objective, or our, excuse me, <laughs> our objectives. It's been a long night. Our <laughs> objectives to, to fulfil and we will fulfil them. Mm. And, and I told the supporters last night that nothing changes. This isn't a season of of bedding in, we mm. still have we still have the squad and the desire to to win the league. And I said the same to the players. I I asked Brownie if I could pop in for a minute, and it and and Chris, you're you struggle to believe this, but it was literally sixty seconds. I popped in. <laughs> sure, I'm gonna have to, have to get confirmation on that yeah. one. <laughs> but when you get it, when you get a player on the podcast again, you ask them how how long I was in the dressing room. But do. popped yeah. in there, and I just said that. We can dwell, we can be angry, we can be upset, whatever. I said, but there's a game to be won tonight. There's a league to be won. And our belief as a club in this group of players and staff hasn't disappeared because an individual has decided that they don't want this anymore. Mm. And we believe in you. You should believe in yourselves. Go out there and, and give the fans what they deserve. Yeah, I mean, Peter, just just a quick point there. I think the club, the club has been, I think has been quite, has been excellent. I think the fans have been excellent in terms of getting out our response to about, like we, we all miss Chris. I I personally, on a personal level, I think I I don't know him. I only know him through my interactions from the podcast. I'm watching him on match day, having little chats, always been a really sound bloke to me. And I think we've all got that out. We've all got that, that, yeah, we're going to miss the guy. He's done a lot of good stuff for us, but as, as has been pointed out by quite a number of people, it, it it that that needs to be parked because there's yeah. a season to be won. There's a there's a league to be won. 
I, I want to make sure that you know that you, you like the club have been good. Your communication has been really good. Uh, you. you know, I mean, obviously from our point of the supporters club, I'm on the supporters club committee. You know, we had a conversation a few days back about the whole thing. Okay, so that it's nice to just kind of cut out the conspiracy theories because I mean, yeah. you know, just that okay, this is the reasons. You know, unfortunately, this has happened, and we now move on. It doesn't have to be that there's a bad guy. No, not at you all. Know what I mean, yeah. And and, and, and I always, in there. I used to always say that to Chris as well, really, with everything that we did, because I think it's it, it's no hidden secret there was problems previously before I came into this football club, maybe with communication out there with the supporters, but also internally, and and I told, and and that used to be a bit of a, a spur for Chris, I think, a little bit, you know, but. We don't have, we've never had that. And I said, we don't have to. Like, our fight is against every other club, like, together. Like, that, they're the bad guys. We, you know, that's why sometimes our, our social media says, you know, another win for the good guys. Like, we're the good guys. And, and we, <laughs> there doesn't need to be in our, in, in our club any, any badness because we all want success. And I think that's the, I think we all want success, but we want to do it the right way. And I think that's the, that, that's the real driving culture of this football club at the moment. Only one little thought. I mean, obviously, I, I did a little observer piece. I did a little bit of an observer piece that came out yesterday. But one of the things I'm thinking, and, and a lot of people have come up to me, and you know, maybe if Aggie ever sees me again, he might strangle me. But it, this was such an unfinished business for him that yeah. I, that, that's, that was the majority I got was just that thing of really, Chris. What, what did you get? You know, you really could have this. This would have looked good on the CV. Yeah. Um, I mean, in terms of Chris, like, I know he was obviously contract. He is contract, so he isn't walking in anywhere else tomorrow, is he? No, no, no. But I, I would, regardless of the contract, I'm a big. I look, I look Chris in the eyes, and ask him straight, and I'm going to take the man for the word, you know. Mm. Um, and and I've got to because, for me, a word is bigger than a contract. Mm. Uh, people say, you know, if it's football, you know. There's a lot of behind and a lot of things yeah. that come behind the scenes. But working with Chris every single day, which is the nature of our club, as it is with, with, with the academy and everything else that's going on, with the nature of things, I felt like I could look him in the eye and, and he, he would be honest to me. And, and I would always be honest to him. So I don't believe he, he has anything lined up. He, he won't be going anywhere short term anyway. And I agree with you, Chris. Mm. Him, he walked out at the wrong time, uh, and and I can't really. I can understand why, but I can't understand why. I've said, like I said that a lot, which yeah. is really a, a a nonchalant, really response. But I think with Chris, it, the challenge was here, and yeah. and you know, I just wish him all the best and. Oh, I'm sure. I, I'm sure he's probably thinking, "Have I done the right thing?" Um, and that's natural. Mm. But, but unfortunately, it's done now. And I always hold, hold him dearly. You know, he's. You know, I hope. I hope. I hope he sees me not just as you know the old chairman, but as a friend, someone who you know w- would always support him. And and that will continue. That will continue. But mm. on a professional. And also personal, because this club is personal to me. I'm sure everyone knows that. But we will do we we will do everything we can f- for success. And and 
we are in the, in the right place to do that. We, I told a non-league paper yesterday, this is the biggest and most exciting non-league job in the southeast of England. And I, I believe that. I do, I do too, mate. Oh, we all do. We all do. Well, <laughs> well look, let's, let's, right. We, we're, well, we, we're park, we're park. Well, we, you can never park Aggie, but well, like, I've, got to, I've got to take his, his sign now for his parking space away. So we're going to have to park him. Yeah. Because now, <laughs> <laughs> that's, so uh, we'll have to leave that blank for a little bit and see what happens. Yeah. Well, they're talking about that. Obviously, great, great win yesterday against yeah. Whitstable. Not a bad team to be playing against after a change. Right. Just saying that, obviously, from our point of view, you know, like I know all of us lot, you know, he's one of our own. Yeah. Mr. Brown. Yeah. One of our own. But obviously, you'll have to be a little bit more pragmatic, a bit more kind of um, dispassionate about this. You, yeah. This is a, a big decision for the club. I mean, have you, uh, with with Andrew, have you had any conversations with him about that? That is, look, I'm going to give you this much time. Let's see how it's going. Uh, if it isn't working, we'll go such and such direction. Or what's the sort of conversation yeah. that you can tell us? Uh, with, with regards to that, I've been very transparent with the, with, with the staff because I know what they bring to the table with or without Chris. I've, I've known that for a long time. Uh, and and I just looked at, I looked at it like this. I'll, I'll give you a couple of examples. So last night, the supporters were unreal. Um, I, it was like <laughs> some some. It was quite surreal a little bit because I'm I'm walking around the stadium as I normally do, and I've got people coming and pat me on the shoulder and saying, "Are you all right?" I'm like, "Yeah, I'm fine. I'm, I'm totally fine." Or you'll get. We know you're going to get this right, Billy. Like the the support around myself was was unreal last night, and I just want to put that on record that it was incredible because as I was speaking to Pat about this. And I hope Pat doesn't mind me saying it, Pat, our vice chairman. Mm. And he said that even when a manager's left that was highly loved or liked at the club, mm. regardless if it actually wasn't a chairman's or owner's fault in the past, they've always got the brunt of it. And, and genuinely last night, not one per- I thought there'd be people that speculate that me and Aggie have fallen out, that I'm... That I've done this, I've done that, but there was not apart from one person actually. It was one person who was a bit rude, um, and, and and I can take that on the chin anyway. It's not a problem. But everyone else was so supportive, and the belief that maybe I give out on on how much I believe in everyone else at this club is cut is a bit reciprocated reciprocated because mm. it was it was unreal to see. And you know, you'll get this right. It'd be fine, Billy. You know, we trust you. It was it was brilliant. One the one comment was a bit rude. It kind of someone just kind of shouting at me that, you know, this is you know this is the club's last rah rah rah. And I was like, well, hold on a minute. Club's done everything you can to to keep mm-hmm. keep this together. In, in fact, I believe this job is is anyone's loss if they leave it. In, in my opinion. So I just wanted to put on record the support has been fantastic. So just on that, Chris, before I jump into to the next bit. With Brownie, who, by the way, whilst he probably loved everyone chanting him, just on record, on everyone to know that he likes to be called Andrew, <laughs> not Andy. Yeah, but, when they started that one, I'm like singing along, and I'm like Andy. But, but no, but 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 I think he, I think he really appreciated the support last night. So, and I'm not, I don't want to speak on on behalf of Brownie, but I'm sure he'll thank 
the supporters for that and and it was a good moment for him and mm. staff. But I spoke to Brownie. I, I had meetings with the staff on Sunday night. Uh, you know, all, all the staff and I, I spoke with the staff again yesterday and 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 the Monday and yesterday and we've we've been in a lot of communication just to make sure everything's right. Mm. And ultimately regardless of opinions on on non no experience as a manager and that stuff brownie's got the role as it stands he, he's yeah. he's an interim charge for an, for an absolute minimum of three games an absolute minimum uh he is being helped by gary Alfick. i'm sure we saw, everyone saw gary standing next yeah huge man mountain right <laughs> Uh, and and Gary's been great too. They've been they've been fantastic. And and I've got to put on record Stoney in the dressing room has been been unreal. Uh, we've got leaders around the place, but on records I've had a lot of I've not put it out there that we're we're looking or or, or advertising for a manager. And I got asked that last uh, night as well. Only Nuno, oh, is it? Oh, apart from, yeah. Well, Nuno yeah. emailed me. Um, I think <laughs> I know who that is, but. Not here, not actually Nuno who actually sent yeah. it, but yeah. good banter from the person who sent it. Mm. Uh, we've had a lot of applicants, a lot of applicants, and I've not gone out there publicly and said we're, we're, we're looking for them. Mm. But it just shows me how, how big this job is. But at the same time, I'd be an absolute hypocrite if I didn't back what I've been saying all along, that I back the staff and the players at yeah. the football club. And there's no rush. We're not in, in we're not in crisis. We're yes, the we're, thing we're not by 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 a long shot. We're still in the running. Mm. Uh, the players all believe, which is the, which is huge. By the way, if you lost the players, you've lost everything. But the players believe, and and Brownie and the staff will be supported in, in the short term period, and and we'll just go from there. I'm, I'm not going to rush into anything. Yeah, I'm not putting out an applic- um a an advert. I've been some people have asked me to do that or or come to me going oh. You're gonna appoint a proper manager, right? And I'm like, well, hold on a minute, <laughs> hold on a minute. We, we've got we've got the right staff to hold hold the ship and, and steer it in the right direction for now, and it could be long term. So it's in it's in Brownie Gary Elphick's hands at the moment, and and we'll, we just go from there. But the most important thing for me is is what happened last night. The supporters just step it up a notch. Be as loud as possible. Even in the in the main stand, the first 15, 20 minutes, the main stand was really going for it as well. It's quite interesting to see. Yeah, I had and, some kids singing in there. Yeah, I'm like, oh, singing. very good, yeah. very good. Even with with even like even you know, and, and I've got go all on, the time. Say well it. Go on, Billy. Go yeah, say it. even the oldies, you know, <laughs> all, the, all the time in the world for them. Like they, as they know, I'll, if I don't like something, I'll say it. If I like something, I'll say yeah. it. I, I'm, I'm straight and direct with them and. I don't. I don't like it when we're keeping the ball because we're. Ultimately, if we've got the ball, the other team can't score, and you get a couple of groans or or, or pass it forward and and those sort of comments. And mm. I don't like that, but that's not going to change. And but I can say majority, even in the main stand, everywhere, the majority was really, really positive last night. And and that's what they need. That's what the staff and the players need. And I think they reacted in the best way possible for you lot last night. And and I will continually support that. I will continually back that. And we'll see where we go from here. Regarding the players, the players are really supportive of the staff. Mm. Like, the, the dressing room is... It, it, 
I think the biggest thing in football, especially non-league, is people expect when managers leave or go to other clubs or, or move on that, the other club that they're a part of falls apart. You, you've seen it a little bit yeah. um, when, when, for example, I think Tony Russell moved to Lewis from Cray and and there was, there was a few movements there. I think that happens at a lot of places, you see. But I actually think we're different. I think Hastings is a little bit different in the sense that I don't, for one minute, believe. Um, don't think I don't believe that these players were, were playing for Chris. I, I do, but I actually think they're playing for you, like the supporters. I, mm. Like they love it. If you see, if you saw Popey's reaction when he scored that penalty, or you saw TC's reaction when he scored, or even Haas and, and the players, or even at the end, right yeah. when they're all, they're playing for the badge, and. That's something in non-league football that is like lightning in the bottle. And I've said this to Brownie and I've said this to a few of the staff and some of the players. I think we've got lightning in the bottle at this football club. We've captured that lightning in the bottle and we're going to keep it because really this is a special club. Special clubs don't get the intensity that we get. You know, 790 yeah. on a... F- I, was so I'm oh, still no, cold now. Freezing, mate. From it. <laughs> freezing. It was so so cold, and we were like the highest attendance across all non-league apart from the national league last night. It's madness. I know. Um. So I look at it and go, oh, seven hundred and ninety. Oh, but <laughs> that's mad when you think no. about it because seven hundred and ninety at this football club when I first came in. When I got five hundred and fifteen, five hundred and fifteen watching Seven Oaks. My first home game, I was buzzing like I, I felt like yeah. we had five thousand in there. So we, we, we're, we're um, George says it all the time. Yeah, we are massive, and and mm. we are. Hastings are massive, and and long should long more, forever more should we believe that and push that yeah. forward. No, hundred percent, hundred percent, Billy. Billy, thank you very much for your time, Cheers, mate. Um, and uh, well, we'll we'll see you at, at Corinthians. You will, uh, and no doubt we'll be looking for three points again. That's what we like to hear. Come on, you use. Come on, you use. Yeah. <laughs> no, take care, Billy. Thanks for your yes, time. Chris, okay? I appreciate it. The Hastings United Independent Supports Club is inviting members and fans to this fan forum to share our views on all issues relating to the HUISC and HUFC. What are we doing right? What are we doing wrong? What could we do better? What could we do more of? We want to know what you think. We'll be laying our bar snacks and the bar will be open. We also have a special guest or two and confirmed is Billy Wood. We want to make the experience of being a used fan even better. Please come along. November 11th, 7pm, Pilot Bar. You say you need a plumber? You also want them to be members of the finest team in Sussex, if not the world? Well... It's not a monster, it's GNS Mechanical Services for all your plumbing needs, covering all the southeast, even Whitehawk. Give that man Gary Elfrick a call on 07793 125 571. That's 07793 125 571. You won't be sorry. And now over to our world-famous fan roundtable. A massive thanks to Robbie, George, Ian, Leon, Smithy, Flat White Andy, Johnny Wills for making it happen. 
It started off depressing, but it got a whole lot better. Your marriage? I mean... Right. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, to be fair, that was quite good. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. There you get. No, it was a long time. Like a long week in politics. It was a long week at Hastings United. First of all, I must say uh, hello and welcome to the wonderful Flat White Andy, Smithy. Good evening, everybody. Smithy. Hello. Leon. Hello. George. What's up? What's up? Good? What's up, please? <laughs> Guam. Uh, Robbie. Good afternoon. Good and a, a returning Ian. Hello. We haven't seen him for a while. Guys, it's been a... It's been a different week, hasn't it? So shall we, first of all, crack into the Felix Stowe game before we talk about, obviously, the big news of Aggie's departure? Any thoughts on Felix Stowe? Who wants to go first? I'll, I'll go with Felix Stowe if you want. Yeah. I think for a defeat, I think it, it was very similar to our performance before, the game, a few games before, like Hive and Phoenix. We looked vulnerable. We didn't look at our best. And that seemed to continue into Felix Stowe. And what happens when you do that against a bigger team? They punish you. And we got punished by Felix Stowe. Yet, granted, some 50 50s yeah. did not go our way. Every referee in the system seemed to go their way. We had a couple of off the line or just past the post. They, they go away. Different story. We win 4 0. Life's all great and rosy. But the Felix Stowe game was just one of those. It wasn't a day. Simple as. Just, well, I won't yeah. fill it the races. And then um, it's good. Yeah, they, they, they parted. They took their chances. They, they deserve the win. And best of luck to them in the later rounds. I, I I honestly didn't think it was that bad. I thought I thought um, it's like when you when you've got two results in a row, so you've got the Ashford and then that, and obviously the games both both the same scoreline, both the same sort of you know one up, three one down kind of thing. And I thought I thought the the, the set obviously you've covered covered Ashford already, but I thought I thought the second half was just a mess against Ashford. We were just unrecognisable as the team that we're supposed to be. Just didn't didn't seem to care about the ball at all. Just welly it long and see what we can come up with. Uh, so I kind of went along to the Felix Stowe game, kind of thinking, well, I just want to see us pass the ball a bit and kind of go back to looking like Hastings is supposed to look. Uh, and I thought I thought we did that reasonably well. It wasn't vintage stuff, but it was it was okay. And I think um, really the difference between that and a win is just Gary Elphick in that I don't think we concede either of the first two goals from set pieces with Gary Elphick in the team. And at that point, you probably don't concede the third either. And you probably squeak over the line. One of one of your chances at the other end, other end probably goes in. And you squeak over the line, everybody goes home a bit grumbly, but overall happy. You know? um, I mean, that is obviously, you know, we look very thin in defence. <laughs> That's obviously the, you know, the, the, the bad side of that, but... Yeah, I thought I thought that was it. Really, I don't know what the reaction on the forum was like because I couldn't, I couldn't, couldn't be asked. To well, read we're going to come to that. We don't want to go. We ain't gone there yet. We're going to okay. go there though. I'll leave that. I, I would like to say a few words about that as well. Yeah, I mean the Felix though game. I mean we were proper Fred Bear when it because uh, Marcus mm. was out as well, wasn't he? Um, yeah. as, as I remember. Um, but yeah, I mean if Gary was in. I mean, it would have been it would have been a different thing. And and Ryan Worrell had his worst game I've ever seen him play. You know, I mean, I, I really rate Worrell as a player. I think he's he's a fantastic player. But he just just had just one of those games where everything he did went to the opposition. Um, and I mean, he's made amends for that since. 
you know, in in in, in obviously in the uh, Whitstable game, you know, he was more back to his old self. But it was just one of those ones where I think it was just just write the game off. We're all having a bad game, other than Ben Pope. I felt. He yeah, scored, he did, yeah, yeah. and he had yeah. two just wide. Won the first half, won the second half. When it's his day, they both go in. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, it was, yeah, it was just first that one of those second halves to forget. You know, I went went in to grab a beer. It was dead quiet. Got my beer, come back, and then when they scored, I'm like, "Why is everyone saying we're going to win four three? It's because I'd missed the goal." And it was like, oh, okay. They actually scored while I was in there. So it, it was so deathly silent. It was a funny, funny crowd that day. It was a funny crowd at the Ashford game as well. But um, uh, any other thoughts from uh, uh, Andy? Anyone else? I think, that, I think that, well, the crowd might reflect the fact the way that we the way that we play against teams like that who lock us down a bit, and so it, you instantly feel that feel the pressure against teams like that. So it makes makes you nervous, doesn't it, Felix? So weren't as good as Ashford, but they weren't dissimilar in that they were functional, they were organised, they stopped us doing stuff and we stopped doing stuff because they stopped us doing it and it just became a vicious cycle, really. And the, the draining of the confidence was the worst thing about Saturday for me, it was just feeling the, the confidence drain out the team as much as the as much as the ability, because it, it is true. I mean, the Ollie Blackheader hit the post, didn't it? Skim the post. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Robbie, I think, said there was Ben's chance just before half-time and, and things like that. Yeah. So they were, a, they were a whisker away at times. But it's there just was that one just, right, right at the end, which I don't, know, I don't know how that didn't... Literally the last kick of the game mm-hmm. kind of hit the post and don't know how that stayed out. Yeah, but it was just it just it just felt yeah it just felt too too much like a facsimile of of Tuesday evening, and that was that was what was worrying about it. And also the bench seemed paralysed as well. So going back to the going back to what Aggie said about his subs on Tuesday, he said he should have made subs earlier. Um, the bench seemed a bit paralysed and lost, and that as well. And that that was a that was a worrying thing for me as much as the performance, which was interesting in light of what unfolded. Yeah. Just, just, just quickly, uh, I, I commend the word of the word of the use of facsimile on oh, the podcast. Yeah. It's the first <laughs> time, the first time facsimile has been used. Stop uh, Le- the culture. We're yeah. lowbrow. We're a lowbrow podcast here. Hang on, we haven't let Leon speak. Yeah, he's he's highbrow. Leon, <laughs> highbrow. Wow. Well. Um, I wasn't there Saturday, so I can't really. I can't really. Oh, right, well, yeah, well, no. Remember, I'm a part-time fan. No, you're not. You're not at all, Leon. Well, yeah. you, George. Georgie. Is he there? Georgie? Georgie. Oh, dark. Oh. Well, the last we saw his missus turned up, so... Here he is. Come on, Georgie. Am I there? Am I there? Are we on? I, I don't want to know what's going on right now, George. <laughs> but we're on a podcast. Oh, I'm in. I'm in. I'm on. I'm here. Oh, Hello? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like Kev right now. <laughs> Can you hear me? Can you just... Turn to my wi Tell her to leave the room. Yeah, come I'm on. All, I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. Hello. George. Felix, though. Better performance, same result, wasn't it? That was it, really. We looked like we were passing better. They brought their absolute A game. If I was one of their fans, I'd be like, that's the perfect away performance. Um, so, yeah, good day out for those. Their fans are really nice. Um, as Rob was saying, like old school, 
um, old non-league fans, and they were, they, they were really nice. So it's good to wish them well after the game. One of those, not the club's priority, even though it would have been nice to have a cup run. It's just, that's it, and it's one of those. It's a perfect away performance from them, really. The other teams are allowed to play well, too. Is that that's it? it for- well, yeah, everyone else has said everything brilliant, they? So You weren't even bloody listening, yeah. probably. What were you, were you Yes, I to? was. Yes, I was. Yeah, and the podcast is, there's a big word was used and something about lowbrow. Yeah, I was listening the whole time. Unbelievable. Now, a, a little comment on the Felix Stowe fans. Uh, I was told over 100 were coming. I don't think 100 were there. I think maybe that could be possible Billy Wood numbers there. But 40 or 50, wasn't it? 40 or 50, yeah. But uh, they were they were a nice bunch, honestly. Yeah. And they, you know, it was it was you know genuine fans as well. So you know, no no one can uh, you know knock them for you know a little bit of success coming here, getting a result. Um, right then, anyone else want to make a comment on Felix though? Smithy, make a comment on Felix though. Quality first half, poor second half. TC was really good first half, but. Yeah, yeah. That, that's that's about it, really. Yeah, everyone said everything else. We move on. Yeah, he was he was unplayable for like it was a good twenty minutes, wasn't it? He was absolutely destroying that right back, left back. Was it? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, left back. Sorry, go go getting the wrong way around. Well, they they did they changed they doubled up on him, didn't they? And also yeah. one interesting thing, their number seven got injured and went off. The young, the young-looking number sixteen who came on was brilliant. Oh, yeah. He actually he stopped Chalmers playing, and that was he was really good. That that was a disaster. That number seven getting injured because the bloke who came and replaced him was mustard, and that did not make a difference. He stopped Chalmers playing. Yeah, you're right about that. And there were, there were kind of two quite lengthy stoppages as well, weren't there? Which really stopped yeah. stopped our flow. Got the momentum. Yeah. So you know things when they go when things go wrong they go wrong. Yeah, that's true. Right. So let's let's crack in. Is there who wants to have a little chat about do we do we actually do we even want to talk about the forums? Do we really want to talk <laughs> about miserable fuckers? <laughs> the culture of the forum. As they said the culture of the podcast, the culture of the forum. And I asked all, I, I asked on the forums, I would very pleasantly, please come on. I'd love you to come on and let's have a discussion. Let's talk about some of the things that were said. I think a few of the people, I think most, literally 99% of the people that are on that forum may have different opinions from myself or anyone else. Yeah, maybe, but are reasonable. There's a couple, there's a few on there that are just, abs- to me, and I'm happy to have a conversation with them, have had a clear agenda that, that is just ridiculous. I mean, uh, you know. Also, I feel like we need to understand at the same time that it has no bearing, which is a shame, like, we should have a forum that's active that has a bearing on perhaps things that the club do because it should be respected enough to be taken on board. But when it's like that, it's got to the point where nothing on that forum that's said in any way is going to have any effect at all at the club. So nothing lost, good. Nothing good lost, can come from it, those. Because it's so negative, it's lost all its impact. Where if it was a lively forum that had positive native debate and there were genuine ideas going around and Obviously, those people, most of the people on the forum care about the care about the football club and have mm. their own opinions. But because of perhaps one or two who seem to dominate on there, who have such a negative agenda, the whole impact of the forum and it's, it's been lost. And a lot of, I think, a lot of sort of sound-minded people who would go on there to talk 
positive and think negatively about what's happening at the club, don't bother anymore because it's just not worth it. So it's kind of, it's I, I think that's, I mean, so, so, certainly speaking for myself, I mean, I don't know, don't know how sound sound minded I am, but <laughs> but um, you know, I, I would I, I would have gone on and had a discussion about that uh, the Felix Stowe game just because I, as I said, I didn't think it was that bad. Um, but you just know that you're going to get in a row with somebody, and I just have, yeah. haven't got the time or the energy to do that. You know, social media. I think if you used to go on go on the forum and go through each topic, like each game, whatever, like the games we've lost will have so many more replies than yeah. like the games where we've won. And I, yeah, I don't know. It's just weird. It's like they're lining up to just, um, but you know, but, but like they put it out, they pay their money, don't they? So they're entitled to yeah, absolutely their opinion. But like you say, it's just one or one or two individuals in particular. Personally, do my head in, and that's why I just go on there to do the predict. The predictive score and yeah, you're not doing too bad off of it. Yeah, yeah, I've done it right the last few weeks, haven't I? Yeah, flicked that somehow. Yeah, I reckon money's changing hands there, Leon. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, obviously, uh, you know, I did ask him to come on because you know it's good to have some debate. Like to be honest, I mean, I I think like the other forums we have, there isn't really any debate. It's just a copy and paste brigade. So. You know, anywhere where there's a bit of discussion, but unfortunately it does go into that sort of hyper negative when there's a defeat or a bad result. That's when, it, you know, we, we don't really talk up the wins. But I mean, actually, as as you pointed out, George, today, wasn't it today? Uh, you, there was like three free comments on our win. And it's like, and there was... And, then, and also there's like, there's quite a lot to talk about. It wasn't just a win, was it? There was quite a lot to discuss about last night, transparency from the club, Old Estonian as as manager, young, loads of loads of things to talk about, and nothing, nothing on there. No. Well, anyway, anyway, yeah, that. Mm. I must say, as someone who I, I don't miss not having anything to do with it at all. I I don't see it just doesn't seem useful to me. All it does is make all it does is make you angry. Yeah, quite. And, I think and upset. Know. I mean, so I, so that's why I don't even I don't even bother. I don't even have a Facebook account. But that's really purely because it's just miserable. Yeah. To be fair, it's the same. Uh, every football club has the same forum with, yeah. I think, actually the same people on it. Um, I think they spend all day going around every football club and going on their forums because it seems to be the same people. What, Chris B, Chris B is on every forum yeah. in the country. Wow. He's, he's got a franchise system going. Yeah, Chris and then, B in every town. Could he be a Russian like, bot? Could he be a Russian bot? Well, like, on the, you, go on, you go on the um, AC, you go on the Borussia Dortmund forum, and it's Hans B. Like it's it's the same <laughs> the same guy. Um, but no, and I, and actually, as I've got I've got one of the quotes from the forum as a T-shirt. And, and oh yeah, go on, say it, go on. And what is it? It's like paraphrase it. It's like ninety five percent of of any forum is moaning, and it wouldn't wouldn't be a thing unless unless that was on there. So you should just respect that. So I've got, I've got something like that on a t shirt. That kind of sums up the forum. So it's fine. It is there. It won't go away. I think um, this, this is this is probably he could probably outthink the average forum. Ooh, no, the average, the average, the average person on the forum, the average person on the forum is is all right. It's, I think it's just like two or three people who, yeah. who just post there all the time that are just they just ruin it. I think most, quite a lot of the people who post on the forum are all right, um, yeah. but it's just a few that it's just a few that spoil it, and that's why it's lost its impact. Well, as we as you say, those, those people are at every club, 
Yeah, yeah. Maybe not the same people. They are every every club. Every every club's got the people who, as soon as there's a defeat, want to pick everything apart. And, uh, and to be fair, they, it's not a Hastings thing. It is a no. it's a general thing. I, I mean, not, you know, not every club has you lot banging on behind the goal, being no. you know, not to blow smoke up your asses, but it's true. You know, you you provide a lot of positivity in the ground to counter that negativity. Our, our owners used to be on the board as well. Don't forget. So people who people who you would slag slag managers off straight away after a defeat. They used to be sat in the in the director's box. So at least they're, they're not there now. So controversial. Yeah. Although, let's be honest, Aggie did say he threw the lighter at Billy Wood, and then he was gone. Just uh, I just that's what it was. Just I'm just so, saying. Yeah. I'm just saying. Right. Um, talking of Aggie, wow. um, yeah, um, obviously the announcement happened. Uh, it was a, it was a shock to all of us, really. Um, I wish uh, Wills was here because we did speak after the roundtable last week when when Aggie was on, and I did say that Aggie didn't seem right. But I mean, uh, who wants to? Who's got their thoughts about you know such a uh, you know great a great man? He's done lots of good things at this club. Just um, Packing it in. Yeah, just want to uh, wish him well, first and foremost. Hope he's all right. Must have had a lot of emotions like last night when the game was going on. So, um, yeah, it's, it's a shame. We've been saying over the last few days, it's it's more than like just a manager going. Like if you're a manager at a football league club or, or another non-league club, you don't really know. You see from about 100 yards like, every week. And they go and there's just a different person in the dugout. It's a bit different at Hastings because everyone's so close to the team. Um, and Aggie was really sort of approachable. You could speak to him all the time. Um, and you could see his, like, his passion for the team and, and the club. Yeah. And so involved in like in the youth side of it as well. Um, so you know, known by the, like the parents, the kids you play in the, in the youth side as well. So he's a sort of a big, big part of the club. A big sort of part of the family, so that's I think why it felt so raw, and all the talk of like the unfinished business and the big project and everyone being together for this season to do what we two years ago and all that, and then for him to leave that, I think that's why it's such a big shock, and I think why the players must feel like that as well, and everyone at the club. So it's why it feels slightly different, I think, this time. But we move on, don't we? Yeah. We, we do indeed, and I say, I want to reiterate that point, and I say, as a fan base, I feel, bar the, a few exceptions, everyone wished Aggie well and thanked him mm. for what he did for us. But yeah, my, my feeling's pretty much the same. I think, I've, I've had our work, as he ruined my day. It's sort of like, oh, Aggie, Aggie's gone. And I was like, oh, what are we going to do for the rest of the day? And I actually got angry and ended up throwing my headset down. You know, it's completely unrelated matter. It's probably connected. But... <laughs> um. Yeah, it was, I was I was flabbergasted. I was shocked. I was like, that can't be right. Maybe maybe I misread a new story. Maybe he signed a new contract. But no, yeah, he's gone. I was an absolute shock. But we have a lot of happy memories from Aggie's yeah. time with us. Absolutely. So, and he he started he started this. He he did what he, he felt it was right for him to finish it. So that's his decision. But yeah, we wish him well. and We move on. No, I mean I, I think the others have said it really. I mean, he, you know, he did what what the job was, which is to get us promoted. It's just, it didn't count, (laughs) which I I can imagine how gutting that must be, especially when it then gets tougher the next time. It's sort of, you kind of feel like everybody should just give us a guard of honour and let us win. But it does, obviously doesn't work like that. Mm. Um, 
so yeah you know you just I, I completely respect the decision you know if he's if his heart's not in it then absolutely he's yeah. right to kind of uh seek new challenges or whatever but um yeah he just kind of wish he'd uh, he wish he'd had that moment where he could have could have uh you know basked in the glory of actually achieving it yeah. um because he did all the work yeah he certainly did uh any more thoughts on that boys yeah, I mean, it's not not much to add. Obviously, I'm not. I'm more slightly more objective. Not not as close. Not as close to him as some some of you guys are. Um, so, I just hope. I just hope it turns out okay for him. I think there's just something something a little bit worrying about bailing at that moment and what was going through his mind and what the reality of the situation was and and that horrible feeling of he will. I can't believe he won't wake up and think. I left that without achieving anything, having put all the building blocks in place. And I hope that doesn't come back to haunt him. And I hope it isn't held against him as he tries to move on. You know, that because managers are normally, they normally move on because they're poached or they're sacked. And this is an odd one. So for me, I'm, I'm sort of still reserving judgment a little bit, I must admit, as to, as to how it pans out. And to whether we whether we hear more, Smithy. It's it's all been said, top man, but just a bit confusing at the timing. Mm. I think that's it. Yeah, yeah. Comes on last week and then goes. Maybe we pushed him over the edge, lads. Well, or did he do it because he knew he was going? That was another sort of. Did he do it? Did he come on because he wanted to do one before he? To be fair, when I speak Isn't to Labrick, I often think about just leaving. <laughs> 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 you know? Get out of it. Right. But, well, hallelujah. We're, we're Brown's boys now, right? Mr. That, Brown's boys. And it's Andrew Brown. Yeah, I've got from a high authority that he don't like being called Andy. So, <laughs> but he's so no, no more he Andy, does, Brown. He does that with flat white <laughs> Andy, does he? Yeah, so if it's just Andy, that's a result. Yeah, so it's Andrew Brown's Claret My Army, yeah. Right. Great result. Uh Whitstable, probably one of the best teams we could have played considering all of the chaos we had. You know, uh, but a fairly strong performance. Uh could have scored tons of goals, I felt. Kind of a little bit nervous. One nil. We weren't we should have put a few chances away, but I was never worried that we weren't going to get the three points. Uh, lad, who wants to kick off on Whitstable? Yeah, go I think on. we needed that, didn't we? Yeah. Okay, with that, Leo. Yeah, so we just needed that after um, a chicken week we've had. And like you're saying, uh, yeah, we were a much better team. I think I was worried for about a minute when they got their equaliser until we went back up the other end of the pitch and got a. Well, there was, there was, one, tap, there was one tackle before that. Eh? That um, the ref didn't give, and then the second one I thought was really soft, but you know, yeah, oh well. she turned down the stone wall, <laughs> and then the one that yeah, wasn't a penalty yeah. she gave. Someone yeah. said to me the Lino gave the first one, but yeah, I, I don't know if she means the ref didn't know what she was doing that stage. She was like, What the hell is going on? I'll just get a penalty. Problem I, solved. I thought it was one of those ones where she knew she she knew she'd fucked mm. up by not giving the first one, and uh, I think it was it Sam Hasler. Went down for the yeah. for the actual one that was given. Yeah, I yeah. thought he did a good job of making her have another decision straight away. 
uh, and it was sort of like, oh, I didn't give, I didn't give that one, so I better give this one then. Yeah. There was no way, no way in a million years it was a penalty. Yeah, the second one but, um, definitely looks soft. First yeah. one, definite penalty. I felt generally, mm. generally he's had a good game though. Yeah, yeah. Mm. obviously yeah. he's had a good game because we yeah. won. And that's how that works. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but yeah, it was the game. The game flowed. There wasn't too much. Ah, oh, you get my most my biggest pet peeve of referees in this division. It's not the mistakes. It's the at corners. There's hugging, and they come in, have a word for a whole minute of time they don't do add nothing. on about all the, all of it, and then yeah, they do nothing. Either just let it go, or just, and the game, the game flowed a lot better as well. There was less, I, I am, I am from the ref, and just sort of carried on. So it was quite quite a good refereeing performance, to be fair. We had that um, conversation at half time, didn't we, Chris? We said about that how it was um, definitely letting thing, letting stupid little knocks go yeah. that we, we pulled up by by the more headmaster type of referee. And um, well, it almost caught us out when she didn't give the penalty. But uh, <laughs> it was, yeah, I noticed that as well, George. The game definitely flowed better in the first in the first half, particularly. It really noticed, really noticed. And that will always suit us, even yeah. if it means we miss out on a cup. Because obviously, we're going to be the ones attacking most of the time and looking for penalties. Mm-hmm. I think it will suit us more to have a ref that will let the game flow and get us into our rhythm even if that means we miss out on a couple of free kicks or a couple of penalties over the season. And we get a better game of football to watch and more people mm. will come back. People aren't there to watch the ref. They're there to watch our very good football team. So, yeah, it's good. Right, good well said, ref. George. Well said, George. Thanks, man. Put on the what, what, what do we think of uh, Oli in centre-half? I mean, what, what, I felt that went really well. Mm. I, yeah, I thought... I'd, you talked about Ryan Worrell earlier having bad games I mean essentially been trapped at centre back hadn't he and um and I thought that I thought there were two sides of the Ollie, um, Ollie Black thing one it was great to see Andrew make his own decisions and change things around and put a sort of put a three in there or that's what it looked like from where I was looking and and putting Ollie in the middle he just suddenly looked so much more comfortable on the ball the ball wasn't like a like a grenade anymore. And he actually played quite a few good passes, including the absolute belter of a long pass that they scored the first goal from. I thought I was really pleased with that. Like I said, pleased for Ollie because he looked so solid attacking the ball and with the ball at his feet. It freed up Ryan Worrell to play alongside Dixon and it and it showed Andrew Brown making his own decisions. I thought there's a lot of positives there. That was that was one of the best things about the whole evening for me. Okay. I mean, he's he's oh, done right. well there in the past, and he uh, thought he did well again. But you know, and as, but I mean, it's come back comes back to the injuries thing, doesn't it? You, know, mm. you can do that because you've got Goldsmith back in the team, so you've got a bit more shuffling around that you can do. Yeah, Absolutely. yeah. For me, I think best player last night was one was Unity. I felt every single player wanted to be on that pitch last night. They were everyone giving hundred percent for each other. I think like Sammy Adams in particular was a man possessed. It's been it's one of the best ones I've seen him in a while because he was right back and forth, winning every tackle, up for it, getting energy out of nowhere. You could see every goal celebration, it meant something to the players. And it was see that unity was absolutely fantastic. And any sort of lingering doubts had gone because I have full faith the players commit to to the job. They're gonna to work to each other for the season and get rid of that get that promotion bus ready. Did clear the air, didn't it? It was nice, just Gary Elphick alongside Andrew on the touchline as well. Um, 
just had a good feel about it. I had a good vibe. I mean, it was interesting. Well, you know, I sit in the main stand for my sins, and 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 the the vibe there was was pretty was positive, and people, you know, could see what was going on. It was, um, yeah, definitely, it lifted really lifted the mood. I think, you know, the penalty that we scored straight after their equaliser was an absolute bloody godsend because it stopped everything going into that that one minute of tension that Leon referred to turning into 10 minutes of tension <laughs> but uh, but that aside it was just so nice to see them looking comfortable and positive yeah no I um I, I said before the game you, you'll tell a lot whether we win or whether we draw or lose yesterday you'll tell a lot by the players by their attitude mm. and they come out and they wanted it and, and that was the biggest you know within the first minute you knew right now that the players want to carry on the players want to be at this club mm. Be all right. Yeah, chatting to players after the game and that, and they just they just all look really fired up. They look fired up even eating after the game. Like it was unbelievable. <laughs> like, the mentality is unbelievable. Like, like, just chatting to you know, Jack's always you know very passionate. You know about, about player hating. They just just saying how how together the team is. Um, obviously the, the fan base is all together, so the team the team is definitely all together. Ken, Sam, but, you know, there's a great core of players there and they all care about playing for Hastings. So the, the, that's the, I think that's the thing a lot of us are worried about is that when the manager goes, that all the players will sort of either leave or not be as bothered now. I, I think that's not the case at all. Um, they are well up for it. That was a worry of mine, like, when I heard the news, like, we got listening to the podcast before and Chris has interviewed a few players and a lot of them have said, like, they've joined Hastings because Aggie sold it. Sold the club to him, so you you know you think, oh, are some of these players loyal to Aggie? Are they going to want to move on now? But it's yeah, it's good to hear. But they're so um, so passionate. You know, still so passionate about about playing. Yeah, I mean, we're not even in that bad a situation. This is what it's, it's well. This is also crazy, you know. Like we, mm. like if we win all our games, I think we're like a point off the top. Is yeah, it a yeah. Point or two? yeah. And it's just that like, you know that. It felt like when this happened, like we were in like this some mad, I suppose it was just in my head, like some mad like meltdown when really <laughs> it's not. And it's just, no. you know. I think when you wake up, when you wake up and realise that the Felix Go game, even though it's a shame to be at the FA Trophy, it still yes. is at the FA Trophy. Mm. Therefore, yeah. therefore, three points didn't go west. Cray were playing Ashford that day, I think, weren't they? So somebody had to lose. Yeah. And, um, and it, you know, it all comes out in the wash, doesn't it? Any more thoughts on a wonderful win? I was impressed with some of the Whitstall players' athleticism. Their, oh, numbers, well, so their number. Oh, no, no, no. Lovely, number nine, lovely yeah. set of love handles on him. <laughs> he, gives, he gives hope to all of us. I think he's all <laughs> our hero. And I think we all could kick better than their kids. Talking of love well. handles, Johnny Wells is coming in now. Go on, carry on. Sorry, Leon. I was saying, I think we all could kick yeah. better than their than their keeper. Some of his kicking was a bit bit wayward. Yeah, what was that about? He was, he was wearing, wearing, bench, wearing yeah. a pair of sand wedges, wasn't he? <laughs> <laughs> can't kick it, he can't punch. It's Wait, John the... Wills is hello. Here. Yeah, John, hello. how are you? What's We're it like playing love number handles. nine for Whitstable, John? What's it like playing number nine for Whitstable? <laughs> Who me? Yeah, yeah, you. Yeah, great, I mean... great showing last night. Playing left back for part of the game, weren't you? Yeah. Oh, well done. <laughs> no, John Wills, great for great that you can make it. I know you've got lots of things going on. 
yeah. uh, we're, we're actually on the Whitstable game now. Um, uh, your thoughts of the game? You probably said it all, haven't you? I, I think, it, you know, it's very spirited. Um, Sammy was brilliant, wasn't he? You know, real motivation. But I think they didn't need it. I think they looked looked up for it, didn't they? Um, 4-1 was about right, wasn't it? We were a bit yeah. worried when, when the equaliser went in and you thought, oh, no, is that going to get to them? But, but no, I think we were in control enough for the game. And how many was there? 1,500, wasn't it? <laughs> Stop it. Not according to the tax office. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have to get Billy Wood and Abacus. Yes. Well, <clears throat> chatting with Billy Wood this, uh, this morning for the podcast is, is, is to talk about and- Mr. Andrew Brown. That's why I know he does not mean called Andy. Um, and, you know, he's very positive... <laughs> Very positive about Andrew Brown and staying here, and he wants that to work. He wants that story to work, so that's all good stuff. We want to hear that. Mm. We want to hear that sort of thing. So, chaps, anything else to talk about? I mean, Wills, you've just come in late here. Uh, we're finishing up. What anything you want to say, mate? Or not? It's just um, no. But just. Yeah, sorry, I couldn't make it early. I, I just wonder what I've missed, but then that's even more reason to listen to the podcast, isn't it? It was electric. Oh, what an there. <laughs> <laughs> I came in late just so I could listen to it, Jay Wills. <laughs> yeah. Five people seven. think I. People are thinking I died because I'm often called the late John Wills. <laughs> well, there boom, was. Boom. There yeah. was. There was talk of Dicko, uh, Wilsey. Uh, Georgie was talking with him after the game. Oh, really? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I know you like okay. Dicko. Yeah, there was a, that was good for taking up that chant about we've got he's got the best tackle in the league. You know, it's got to happen, isn't it? Well, I'm, I'm not sure what Jack Dixon thinks about that, but um, yeah, it's quite entertaining, right? Chaps, I think we're done. Just one thing. Oh, hello, George again. Big and tougher game on um, Saturday. Correct. Um, yeah, mid-table side. You know, they picked up some wins, even though they come up. So, um, just if anyone's gone on the train, there's there's bus. There's there's a bus up uh, between like Tunbridge and Seven Oaks, and it's actually quicker if you go via Ashford and up. So. Um, and the train station is Longfield if anyone's going by train, but it's probably an easier drive for Masons. But yeah, let's get up there. Let's get up there in numbers. Yeah, National Rail saying it that, it, that way anyway, George. They're, yeah, they're doing it that it, way, so. no, one wants to, no one wants to get on a bus today. So. Not really. No. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's go up there. And there's, there is a coach, I think. So get on to Rob French. Yeah, half 12, half 12, the coach, I think. Yeah, I'm hopefully over, over on the Big Joe Carr. That's what I'm hoping for to get there. Because uh, Smithy let me down. He's having a he's having a uh, wonderful uh, Saturday. Smithy, where are you Saturday? I'm at the football, but the uh, the wife's coming along, so we're we're making more of a day of it. Oh, you don't want Chris third wheeling on that? Yeah, try to, try to look more happy about it. <laughs> <laughs> she she did spend Stop a lot it. of Tuesday begging. Trip. She did send a lot of cheese there begging for a sausage off you, so <laughs> that's a fact. 
She, she was asking everyone for a sausage. I'd, yeah, Phil Spencer. Anyone that it's could give her a sausage. It's degenerating now. Give her a sausage. Yeah, she'd have, she'd have taken it. Are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> how long? How long did you wait for that sausage from Adam? Are you serious? Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> she can't hear anything. She's just hearing sausage. Right in. <laughs> I think we need to end this very quickly now. Right. Ian, that's what she said. <laughs> that's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> uh, dear. I'm going to get some really dumped on the podcast. <laughs> you, don't, you don't get that on the forum, do you? But no. Quality, quality yeah. content. This is real life, isn't it? <laughs> Highbrow content, apparently. Yeah, Highbrow. Exactly. Highbrow. Yeah. <laughs> Ian, Leon, Andy, Robbie, Smithy, Willsey, George, thanks for coming on. And uh, we'll see you at the game Saturday. See you at the game. Always. Take it easy. See you, everyone. Bye. That's it for another week, Hastings fans. It's been an emotional one for us all. I've said it on social media and in the Hastings Observer, but thank you for your time at our club, Chris Agatha. And I think it's best to sum it up in um, a quote I know you like. Leave the jersey in a better place. You definitely did, Aggie. And all the power to you, fella. Now back to the week to week. Anyone that wants to leave feedback or come on the fan round tables, please email on hufcpod at gmail.com or on the Twitter, which is at hufcpodcast. Everyone is welcome. We encourage debate. We have a YouTube channel chock full of content. Please do me a favour. Like, comment, get some discussion going, but definitely hit that subscribe button. It's all free. All that's left for me to say is, I've been your host Chris Laverick, hope you have a good week, and see you at the game. <laughs>